The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I joke around, we laugh, and Brian Ortega calls in. It's a lot of fun. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Welcome. Wait a minute. What? I thought, I, what the hell are you talking about, Christopher Dusa? Oh, we'll debut it during the show. Oh, we have oh, a new intro? Oh, oh right. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, you know yeah. what it is? Before we started, Christopher Dusa goes, now I got a brand new intro. Oh, good. Yeah. And I'm on the fence whether, I mean, I like, I don't like this intro. I don't hate it. You hate it. I don't hate it. I want to hear the new, I mean, hey, I, but, the but names are wrong. Jimmy, people did say, or maybe one person. I don't like that Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. It should be, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. With Horsecock and Kimura Lad. <laughs> the Kimura Lad, the Kimura, yeah. Kimura Bucko, the Ravioli Lad, they, they enter, they, they, they mix and match them. them. They mix and match them, and people have fun with it. And I don't mind it, because yeah. it shows that people like it. It's fun. But, <laughs> but um, Kimura Savage is my game. That's. Is my, is my, the, the one, my no name one knows on. that People one. do know it. And I've been playing with a lot of fans online. There's got to be a way. You know, Mighty Mouse does that thing on Twitch or whatever he does where he's getting paid for that. He's got to be. You make money doing that? I'm playing with these guys. I don't want to get paid, but it is fun. I you mean, could I do, get, you could do a Twitch live stream. Imagine right? I do you that. You play video games? I'm yeah. going to look like an yeah. asshole. They, show, they film you and your game, right? Kind exactly, of, yeah. It's kind of embarrassing, though. Um, listen, what the fuck just happened there? Uh, no, I was thinking, wait, uh, I, I had a thought and I lost it. Was it about Chip? No, 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 no. Face no. went on. I don't no. know if you noticed that. I swear to God, did you see it? No. I, was, I didn't see it. I'm like, what the? I don't know if he's fucking with me, but it's just, he did it at me. I was like, a, I it was weird. No, I had a thought about. Um, we have Brian Ortega calling in a little we while. We do. Um, boring card, not really any good fights. <laughs> Man. Before we do that, we should hear the new intro. Let's hear the new intro. Yeah, start at the I beginning. Did, I did kind of like start off the show being confused about it. About yeah, I thought we were going to yeah. listen to it. Can we listen to it now? Yeah, we're going to listen to it now. That's oh. why I figured we'd listen to it. We could talk All right. about it. Yeah. Well, I, so. I did that on purpose. The, the segue yeah. Well done. It. Thank you, Jimmy. All right, we're ready to debut this yeah, thing? Yeah, right. All right. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the butt. Matt Serra, UFC Hey, UFC unfiltered. What's that mean? That there's no filters or something? Here's Jim Norton. 
and Matt Serra. A couple of pieces of garbage. <laughs> no. <laughs> the worst. Did you, you guys are in cahoots? <laughs> are you guys, I guess, are in cahoots? Well, that guy, he's, he comes cheap. You know, he does a cheap voiceover. What do you think of the new intro? The only part I liked is when they said that I was the champion of the world. Yeah, I figured you But that's going to confuse people. They're going to think I'm still the champ. Why don't they put, they should leave that in the intro, though. Joe Rogan saying that about Matt. Instead, no. instead of he hit him again, he's heard no. about Matt Sarah, champion we know of the what? world. Why not? Yeah. I, no, no, no. Because like first that. of all, I'm a former champion of the world. Shocking the world. Well, that, that was, was in nothing. the moment, though. That was of the moment. Of course. But... Yeah. No, but if they did something about that, about who's on the show, like about the, about me, they have to do something about Jimmy. Otherwise, no, it's don't. weird. No, that is then just get them both out. No. It's weird. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm not trying to fight to get it out. <laughs> yeah, come on. Matt's like, I don't listen, know, Jim. I don't you have one you can throw in? No, listen. <laughs> I thought that was horrendous. So, so there's no real. That was just a big joke on me. Well, I mean, I think the chip part is the only part that's a joke. We can just leave the rest of it. I think the chip leave. part's the part that stays. No, you stays. can't you like leave the, the rest of it. You can't leave me being the former champ. What? Well, that's nice. Well, then what about Jimmy? There has to be something about Jimmy. Yeah, Jim Norton, I was never champ. No, but they got to be an all right, comedian right. Jim Norton or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the announcement, the voice will do it. Well, I'm like, I don't need a... What, am I going to do it? No, I'll have a guy. Yeah. What well, do you I'll, mean? I'll do it. I'll let you Well, they just said something. <clears throat> no, I, I don't, listen, I think we should stick with the original... All right. I don't mind the original, but we should put that clip in. Okay. Of Matt. Uh, no, I, I disagree. I right. think you should. <laughs> hey, um, listen, what, let's, let, let's talk about a couple of these things. What are we talking about? A lot of things. A couple a lot of, of things the fights. Um, I want to start with the, uh, the uh, Hector Lombard against uh, Dalek. Can you was, play that? <clears throat> do we have, can we play that with the yeah, sound or anything? Yeah. Uh, that, that's important because we can hear the fucking bell. Yeah. All right. Yeah, hold on. Why do I ruin your? Why do we ruin his day? No, when we ask, is that too much to ask? Because no. we gotta hear the bell. To podcast, we should absolutely have it. Fucking, just, right. do we have the rights? It's a UFC yes, fight. Yes, we do. Yeah, we can do. I'll get it on I'm the fucking the joking. Little, the of course, we have the damn rights. Can't they hook this up and we can play it through here? I don't know. Why is he? What are you doing, Jimmy? How many weeks do we have to ask? Oh, you're, oh, you're playing it on a little iPad here. All right, hold on. You're breathing on my coffee. No offense. Yeah, you really are with your beard talking well, he, right into he his basically coffee. Basically, just dipped his beard. Yeah, he used his beard. He's like like. He, he, he teabagged it. Yeah, exactly. It's uncomfortable. Coffee, you know? I'd rather have fucking Tom Hanks in Philadelphia sneeze over my oatmeal. <laughs> it's not good that I get... I don't think it... I don't know what it means that I get light at it, Jimmy, when I laugh. When you make me laugh. Just like when we came in here, and I don't know what the fuck he... I, I don't know what we were talking about, a fighter or something, but Chris was telling us about the guy... It has nothing to do with the story. Um, he goes, you know, this guy, he follows me on Instagram. And he yeah. goes, right, I go, wait. Alexander you... Hernandez. Yeah. Oh, is that who it is? Yeah. Jimmy's so funny. Because <laughs> I go, wait, did you just say he follows you on Instagram? And then Jimmy's like, yeah, I know. I, try, I heard that I tried to block it out. <laughs> I couldn't believe I was hearing it. Like, why would, why it had I... nothing to do with the story. Yeah, yeah the, the, the worst, had... worst little aside I've ever heard. <laughs> hey, by the way, you know Alex, uh, Alexander Hernandez? Uh, yeah, he likes hats. <laughs> oh man! All right. You know the one. You know you're talking about. He fought the other night, and uh, yeah, he follows me on Instagram. Yeah, that's fucking great. What well, you, I'm listen. I'm pre I'm happy that you're getting yeah I want to followers from the show. Sure, Chris the producer. Let's talk about Hector Lombard and how he fucking liked my tweet. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> now listen. Uh, I want to talk about the I think it's controversial. This ending. Oh my god! Yeah, I I don't know what you guys are thinking. I heard what Joe Rogan and DC were saying during it. They were kind of in favor. Of, they were like, "But hey, let's let, listen." All right, well, this is thirty seconds. All right. 
So we're going to wait 30 seconds now to see what the fuck's going on. That was at 38 seconds. Okay, right now, uh, Hector Lombard's wearing blue. He's dancing. <laughs> and uh, Dalloway's throwing a kick. Dalloway's dancing away. Hector Lombard throws a fake. Dalloway yeah. backs up a little bit. I know. We're getting on 15 seconds. Yes. Now, now, let's watch this. Let's, let's look at this. 10 seconds left yeah. right now. Now, he it's in the middle of the exchange. It. Let's see. The thing is this. I could understand people saying that was clearly after the bell. They were in the parking lot. No, but he was... It's, it's, <laughs> late. it's late. It's late, but it was off of the kick, though. It was yeah. literally off the kick. The counters, he was doing a one-two right down the middle after getting kicked. Yeah, but you still, the counter... It doesn't. It's not like a pitch and hitting the ball. You got. You can't throw that counter. Let me see that again. You really can't. Quick. That was egregious. Yeah, but it was in the. I don't. I don't know. Man. I saw it at another angle. They show. Watch. Watch. Let's see. He keeps going to thirty seconds. <laughs> Why don't you just go back to the fucking? Uh, Why don't we the, start from the beginning? Yeah, exactly. How about the, the pre-fight interviews? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Start at the pre-fight interviews. Yeah. Hey, Chris, this is UFC eighty. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're on the. Uh, we're leading up to the fight. All right, now we're gonna watch it again here. This is the ten second mark in a second here. This is it's egregious. It's very bad. I'm gonna watch this again here. All right, now watch. See, he's gonna throw the, the kick. Watch. He watch. Kick one two. Way late, yeah. dude. Way late. Way late. Yeah, I think that's I, it, I the whole audience know. saw it. Yeah. That was very way late. Let, let it play again, man. Let, let it play all through. Right, all right, because I know Chris wants to rewind yeah. it to fucking uh no, to the, walk, the, to the walk ups. The no, no, leave it alone, Chris. We'll, we'll let it go because... What is he saying? What is he... He's asking if it was intentional, but... Just, don't let them come in. Why are you lowering it? Well, so we can talk over it. Yeah, Dalloway was... I what the fuck he's saying, though. Well, you never hear what Dalloway says. Yeah. What? Dalloway was rocked. Look at him. Yeah. They're holding him up. <clears throat> well, I have, a, I have a couple of quotes from Lombard, too. Yes, and Dalloway said, uh, I'm looking forward to my fight tomorrow. <laughs> 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 he got knocked the fuck down, man. That was completely uncalled for. Yeah, I don't know, man. But he did fire it off that kick. No, no, it. no, I know. And he and Lombard did said it, that. What is, I, mean, I think Lombard might have been in the moment, man. Like, Here's you what Hector said. what the fuck's going on. That's, a lot, that's why a lot of times the referee has to jump right in. He said it was action. You know, we're exchanging. He threw a kick. I'm coming back. You're in the fight. Yeah, Here, to watch, watch. I think Joe asked for it real time. Boom. Yeah, I ref Wait, Why is watch. the ref over here? Well, he was coming. He probably didn't expect that. Bobby. Watch. Let's watch. Come on. Way late. He cocked up and threw it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel... I, I know like, as the dude in there, like... I, it's easy for us to say... Sure. He threw it, but... You're in the midst of the fight. The guy throws a kick, and you're thinking. You're not thinking about the clock. You're thinking about getting that thing off. I don't. Who knows if he heard that thing? But that's like squeezing an extra two seconds after the bell rings. You you're so? almost choking a guy out, and you you feel he's yeah. ready to tap, and then you just keep, you don't let go when the bell rings. You got to. You, you can't do it. Yeah. And the other guy yeah. can get really hurt. He lets his guard down. Here's what Lombard said. He said, "If the referee doesn't jump in and say stop, but you're in action and you throw a kick, I follow the one two. But the guy threw the kick at the buzzer." Yeah, man. He said the referee didn't step in and say anything. I always say he didn't want to fight. He didn't want to continue. We're fighters. I've been in that situation before. You just get up. He was talking and everything. You want to continue and fight, you continue. I would love a rematch. I know he won't beat me, but it's up to the UFC, up to him. 
whatever he wants to do. I want another quick fight. I, I don't agree with Hector Lombard on that because, hey, the guy didn't never wanted to fight me. He was wobbly. They had to hold him up, yeah. and he kept saying, what happened? And Rogan said, that's the sign of a concussion because the guy just kept going, what happened? And then they told him, and he was like, what happened? Right. So well, that's the thing. He lets up. his guard down, and he, I mean, he ate a little I don't, shot. I don't feel he let his guard down. No. I feel Holly Holm let her. I feel the Holly Holm fight that time with uh, German. Jermaine uh, Duranime. Duranime. Uh I feel that's a different story than this. A hundred percent. I feel he did the he did the exact if that was a little bit earlier, True. I think he's getting blasted the same way. You might be right. You, you might yeah. be right, man. I mean Dalo is having good success with body kicks. Lombard uh you know, it was just it was after the bell. It was too late. Yeah. You know, I mean uh, he was wobbly. Maybe he would have done that, but you know what? If you choke someone and the referee hits your arm, and then you keep choking him, and they tap. Referee the didn't hit his down. arm. No, no, no. You're right. Yeah. But again, the referee probably didn't expect it when when the bell happened. He didn't expect yeah. a combination to be thrown after the right. bell. Right. But it was the leg wasn't even retracted yet. Like in other words, the guy he does the kick, and he's as the kick's going back, you're coming back with two. I don't. I think. I think it might have looked worse than it really. It was bad. Mm-hmm. I understand why there's a problem, but I'm not. I think it, it was. It was not uh, intentional. If that makes sense. I really don't think he thought about throwing that shit after. I think he threw that right. But hey, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I just look out for the short stocky guys. It was late though, right? I mean, even if he didn't. No, it was it was late, but it was it was in response to the kick that was thrown before the buzzer, or maybe just it was the kick, and then he's coming back. It's not like the kick went back and then all of a sudden he throws two. And so it you're saying re- that's that's instinct of like right instinct, off the kick. Instinct, man. A guy's yeah. throwing that. I'm catching that thing and throwing it right down the middle. Right. So I don't know. I mean. I know what you're saying. I don't know. I, I mean, know what you mean. Yeah, well, you know. Um, How about Munoz versus John Dodson? Split decision. Are we doing our, are we talking about the picks? When we get to the main card, yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. Dodson, and they thought he had a problem with his right because he wasn't using his right, but he said, no, he was fine. He just didn't want to throw it. Right. So. Before we go any further, can we just say um, um, a, a nice farewell and a congratulations on a great career by Mike Pyle? Oh, Mike Pyle, yeah. 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 I know Mike Pyle. Kind of an uneventful way to end it. Yeah, well, you know what? He did go out on his shield. Listen, the guy's a tough guy. And yeah. It's usually going to be one way or the other unless it's an uneventful. You know what I mean? He's He didn't fight no no punk. You know no, I mean? who was it that knocked him out? Zach Otto. Zach Otto. Yeah, Zach Otto. Zach, that's right. The very... Very uh, powerful dude. And yes, he is. Props to Zach, and uh, you know, and but Mike, I, I know Mike Powell for like twenty years, man. Back when I was living with Rodrigo Gracie in an apartment in Woodmere, Long Island. Here's he was, a good guy. He spent uh, he spent time on our couch. He was from Tennessee. He was a you know, and back then he just got his purple belt from Henzo, and you know he spent some time with us. And he, even back, I mean, that's man, that was ages ago. Shit, twenty years ago, easy, and. Uh, you know, and then he went on, and back then he was telling me how. And back then he fought like Quentin Jackson at an open weight class type thing. This guy's got a, you know, a lot of experience. Plus, he's been in some movies and stuff. And you know, best of luck with him, whatever he's going to be doing. So, I like Mike Pyle. He's a very well-rounded guy. Hey, welterweight, uh, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, some really good fights, man. You know, and yep. and uh, you know, great, great guy, great career. So, take care, Mike Pyle, and uh, you know, you, you did, you know, had a great career. All right. Let's actually. I mean, the Dodson fight was it was good. I, I wasn't one hundred percent. I guess Dodson won it, but um, you know his decision. Yeah, I had, I had Dodson winning that one, but there were a couple. On Pedro the was right, in there. The other way. Pedro yeah. was yeah. in there, and he showed glimpses of man. I think he might get it, and then all of a sudden, and no. But he did, but he had moments in that fight. Let's know? say uh, the the fight though. 
Oh, man. Uh, Alexander Hernandez. Didn't he step up on much, very, very short notice, too? Yeah, so this is what I was saying. So the guy that follows me on Instagram, it trains with him at Ohana Academy in Texas. Wait, wait, wait does Hernandez follow you? No, no. It's a, oh, it's a, one of his, it's one of his guys that he trains with. Did you with, think you that know? Hernandez followed him? No. <laughs> I know, and it's great. That you, so wait, so one of Alexander's... Yeah, one so of Hernandez Alex- follows you. Uh, <laughs> You're wrong uh, about that. Oh, who follows you? A guy he knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great that it has absolutely nothing to do. I'm, I'm confused why we even know that. Well, because he wanted he wanted it to sound like Hernandez, and then we called him out. We said Hernandez. Wait, he goes, no, he goes, no his it's friend. A, a guy- <laughs> 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 so it's a guy he knows. A guy that knows Alexander follows you on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong yeah, with exactly. that. exactly. That's good. Listen to me. Hey, okay. did I tell you once that a fucking, uh, Den- you know, uh, Denzel follows Wait, no, no, not Denzel. The guy who drove him to the Oscars. <laughs> I was only saying it because he was letting me know before the card. You know, he was like, my my guy, Alexander Hernandez, is fighting. Look, I'm card. happy Christian producer has yeah. got followers on here. You know what I mean? We're yeah, reaching yeah. a lot of people, Jimmy. Right. You make me cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I, listen, by the way, I know we talked about it off air. I'm playing with a lot of now. A lot of guys know playing with a lot of about, guys? well, Jimmy, oh. uh, it, 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 I am, but it's in, um, it's in the o- Oasis. It's in my Vive video game system. Oh, I, uh, the guys know me. I told you. So now I'm linking up with them. I was with a guy, uh, who was it? I was with Genova and this kid Justin, and we were taking out armies of guys. It's a fun game, Jimmy. Could you get the vibe system? I we, would like you know. Can Matt, we play in the? In I want to do. World? A, I want to start a Twitch channel for Chip, so I might get a system. Don't do that, Jimmy. Worlds, oh. worlds collide. What, what game would Chip be playing? I don't know. Whatever oh. it, you can make. How do you make money for it? Oh, it's just advertising. Oh, it, the more people games, that watch, you know, it's the same as um, anything. What, Sean, O'Malley, Sean O'Malley was playing. Uh, People play for hours. Yo, you, 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 yes, you hit me up about that. Oh yeah, on the embedded show. Yeah, he was. What, what game was he playing? Was it? Uh, I think the game you played. Donkey Kong. Very. It looked very similar. Right. But um, in virtual reality, it's fucking insane, Jimmy. Okay. In that world, I can't wait to play later on. Is that weird? No, no not at all. You love it. I mean, I'm a I don't big think... kid, Jimmy. Yeah, not wrong with that at all. I'm very simple. I'm a simple man. Yesterday was a nice lazy Sunday. Fine. Oh, by the way, my brother-in-law won over the weekend. Friday, oh, good. Friday night, me and Pete Edwin, his name is? Edwin Smart, yeah. Good for him. Uh, he fucking, AC? Yeah, he had a good battle. He uh, he got him in the second round. He mounted a guy. And he uh, Less than 10 seconds left, he practically ripped his shoulder off. He got him in Americana. You know, it's like, you know, the Kimura is the palm down. Palm up is Americana or, oh. or Key Lock. It's also called. That's the way when you're. So how do they get you? Well, he had him cross side. Well, it's like this here. If I I know what a Kimura. Let's like say if I'm cross side on you, just give me this arm. Mm. So I would be grabbing your wrist. Let me put this elbow next to your ear, and then I grab my wrist. You see? Yep. Oh, so I bring it this yeah, way. Yeah, Jimmy. That really it, it stretches yeah. your arm back yeah, in a way that's your not shoulder. meant to go. You don't see that a lot. I feel like we haven't seen an American yeah, in a it's, while. It, you know what it is? Amer- you know what? I still pull that thing off. I right. mean, but I've been doing it for like 20 years. Um, my brother-in-law's, you know, the dude's fucking two, 300 pounds, but he was fighting 265, you know? So he a lot of times guys like that could get it from cross-side. Or, but it's if the guy knows how to defend or if they're a little bit, got a little bit of flexibility in their shoulders, it could be hard to secure, even with a big guy. But for mount, it's a different story. Could you if now? We, could you secure that on someone who's stronger than you? Oh yeah, sure. But if not, this, I do a ton of where I attack that arm. I still do this, and guys go to protect it. 
And then I come up and I get that arm that they're trying to use to protect, to protect the, other the other arm, arm yes. which is in a weaker position. Yeah, it's on top now. And now they're going, oh, no, don't get this arm. I go, ah, you silly bitch. I wanted that arm. And what do you do with it? I take it, Jimmy. And I, I, what I do is I pin the one arm down that they think I'm taking. And they go, no, no, no. And I go, okay, okay. I don't want it anyway. And I take the other arm on top. And so it's like this. They're looking for this. My right arm. The other arm, they're reaching up. I slide my body up behind it. And I lay down with this arm. Does that make sense, Jimmy? 100%. Only for you, because people can't see what I'm doing. That's what I would do. <laughs> right. Of course. But, uh, you know, the Kimura's, uh you see that more often with the better guys. Well, uh, good for Edwin. Edwin uh, the Great. Yeah, yeah. I, went, I took a road trip with Pete Drago Cell. It's a rough guy. To, uh, great guy. But yeah. I, I don't trust him beyond the wheel. No. I'm not going to be totally honest. He was you. driving? I let him drive a little bit. You know that one, when you get the exit... Like 70, and then it's like just a straight shot. 100, yeah. you get it just a straight drive shot. drive fast? He'll either drive real fast or like barely 55 in a 65 thing. I go, what are you, what are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah. like, what? I'm like, all right. But anyway, Drago's, <laughs> Drago's awesome, though. But man, it's a good time. Listen, it's good. Life's like passing the guard. It's about balance. I have a sure. good time, Jimmy. Good, good. I spread things. I spread, you know, I, I, I uh, between family and, and sure. you know, a road trip with a buddy. Playing some video games, it's it's a, it's a good mix. Hey, what? Uh, how how much notice did he take this fight against uh, Dariushan? Uh, I know it was oh. very short notice, maybe like a week. He's fast. He's got yeah. a great lefty. He's really good, man. And what's his? Yeah. Can you tell us about him? Yeah, uh, he's nine and one. That was his first UFC fight. That's right. Where was uh, he? Where did he fight before? Did he fight before. And, and Darius, who's Darius supposed to fight? Uh, great question. Let me see. And Darius is no joke, man. No, a, that guy's yeah. a tough. And he's fought some good fighters too. He's a legit dude, man. Uh, he was supposed to fight Bobby Green, but all right. used to us. Oh, that would have uh, been nice, too. Yeah, and Hernandez has been fighting out of Texas. That's where he trained. So. Who did he train with? Uh, Ohana Academy. Okay. Now, <clears throat> man, that was something else, though, man. He kind of just, yeah. I don't want to say he starched him. Yeah, he well, he, he said just, that was the plan, too. Like, he, he envisioned that that's how it was going to go. And I like what he said afterwards. Like, you didn't know me before, but now you know me, right? Something like that? Yeah. You got that? Yep. Want to play it? Oh, I can I can get it. All yeah. right, you don't have to, but I, you know, let's give this kid some props. Yeah, no, he looked I, great. I want the world to know about this kid. He's a young kid. No, how old is this kid, Alexander? He's the young, twenty five, maybe twenty four. Yeah, I think twenty four. I think you're That's right. It's amazing, man. Yeah, These young kids, this is badasses. You know, some of the refing was, some of the judging was questionable. What? What the judging? I heard. Yeah. What? What was? Oh, wait. We'll talk oh, you, next time. Mackenzie ah, Darren against uh, Yoder. That was fun though, but what, are we still finding out how old Alexander is? What's going on over here? I don't know. Chris over there just fucking looking what? at Facebook. <laughs> what do you got over there? Huh? Uh, he's twenty five years old, okay. and I was just looking for his post fight uh, interview, oh. but I don't know if it's up. So uh, let's talk. That was a great fight. Congratulations to uh, to him. I'm sure Alexander Hernandez will be around. Was it Alexander the Great? Will yeah. be around again. Yeah. Um, that was a very impressive knockout. Now uh, Mackenzie Dern, who we interviewed in like, yeah. uh, lucky we could understand her. She didn't have her translator against. Uh, <laughs> Ashley Yoder. Can we just, by the way, can we ask that? Why does there a translator? I heard, I read her? about that. What is I, that? Did you read about that? It wasn't her bad. Like, I don't think she. Oh, knew they it. sent him out by And then she was confused. She said something where she was like, I thought maybe they wanted me to speak like that for my Portuguese, my, my Brazilian fans. Oh, right. that, is that why she looked yeah. at him? Oh, okay. That she makes was sense. like kind of confused. I don't think she's. Like, she wasn't trying looking to play at him. it up. No, no. I didn't think so either. Her English is perfect. They asked her in the post fight press conference, and I think she thought that they just wanted it to translate for the Brazilian fans because she uh, has a big following. First in Brazil, of so. all, Props, she won to, props to Ashley Yoda though, because yes. she was really composed. She had a gate. She wasn't getting. She was 
had a, a, a good game plan. She was committing to her. Uh, she wasn't. She wasn't easy to get taken down. I'll tell you that. Much. Well, she was. No. Wasn't she? Kept, she kept lunging, going in for the clinch, and uh, she was able to get away every time she was against the cage and land strikes as she was yeah. getting away. She was great. Yeah. See, she I, had the right game plan. She yeah. dropped her in the second. What yeah. I like about. Uh, Dern, what I like about Mackenzie Dern is that she's very game and she's not shy with no. strikes. She is kind of swinging for the fences, but um, doing so, it's good that she shows that she's game and she's not really afraid to stand up at all. The problem is it, it, it becomes to the point where it's one thing to be aggressive, but it's another thing to be aggressive yet predictable. You know what I mean? Where yeah. you know she's coming in with wild punches. I don't, I mean, she didn't really set up any, she didn't really go for many takedowns off that. I mean, she was she, lunging a bit. She was, it was kind of yeah, like, she wanted to stand up. She said, but right. But, um, uh, do you notice that she was lunging? Yeah. Yeah. That's only going to work. I mean, at, at the next level, like you see, you see where there's gonna be problems with that. So she's going to have to work on that, which I'm sure she will. They're going to look at that and say, all right, you can't be coming in here just like the Tasmanian devil and looking with your chin up in the air though. And, you know what I mean? So somebody's going to sidestep and, and find that chin. Right. You know? And she had tagged uh, to the left and she got dropped. Yeah, I mean... And, and she was up quick, but she's so still dropped. I, I did like... I think the experience of uh, that Yoda had in there... <laughs> Fucking Ashley. I, I'm going to say Ashley. I feel funny saying Yoda. She had a great takedown defense. Yeah. And uh, I mean, well, I think uh, with three minutes left in the final round, Dern finally got a takedown. And she had the uh, the arm locked around but the man, chin. But you saw... She did. She did. You could tell how... Her ground game is is nice and and but Yoda's and defense was, was good enough to was, get back up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, it was like a minute left, though. Right? How long was it? Two minutes. Yeah. She was down. She was yeah. only down two minutes. She won the yeah. round, maybe. But yeah. I thought that uh, Yoda won that fight. I don't. It depends on what you. Who do you give that first round to? Right. Had, the second round, maybe you give to Yoda for sure because I think she dropped her. No, I gave. Yeah. I gotta see. Yeah, but the first round, it, it comes down to who you give that first round. Mackenzie was, at, I thought, more active in the but, first. Yeah. She didn't land a ton. I didn't I think, think that I think Yoda you, defended. I think people so, were kind of yeah. like, hey, you know, Yoda's you giving her credit for not mm. just getting taken down. <laughs> 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 not getting Yoda. Yeah. She's not getting taken down again. Mm. <laughs> it's not. She's not getting like you thought that maybe she's gonna get Ho. taken down. Yoda. <laughs> Ashley Yoda. <laughs> He's so mature. But, um, yeah, that's a fair point, right? Because yeah. she didn't get finished by Mackenzie. And actually, it's worth watching uh, Mackenzie's last Invicta fight against Kalima Maderos. She she finished her in like the last, you know, 20 seconds, got on, got the mount and, and I, took her out. So. Good news is, I like her attitude and uh, love her jujitsu. Yeah. She's, she's game on her feet. She has to be a little bit more strategic. And uh, I'm excited to see more of her and i hope ashley gets there they keep her around because yep. mm-hmm. that was a, i mean i know she's having a little tough run here but i've been three in a row right yeah mm-hmm. but i'm gonna say she's never looked better in there how about that even in a fight that she did not get the uh, w in all right look we got a, a question for all these uh i'm gonna try to fall asleep listening to a podcast because it helps me people uh are you struggling to get some sleep if you answered yes well you're in luck we have a great tip for how you can zonk out much more easily. Mattress Firm, America's neighborhood mattress store, lets your budget stretch further when you're looking for ways to improve your sleep. They really are more than mattress experts. They have a whole package that helps you transform your mattress into a bed. From adjustable bases and sheets to headboards and bedroom decor, they have you covered figuratively and literally. Go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast to see what deals are happening right now as I read this sentence to you. I'll wait. 
They even offer you a 120-night sleep trial to ensure perfection and a 120-night low-price guarantee so you know you paid the perfect price. Again, you go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast to learn how your sleep could be monumentally improved. And if you're still awake, we're going to restart the podcast now, <laughs> assuming that's cool with you. What do you think of the main card? Let's start with uh, Kat Zingano against uh, uh, Kat Liviera. I don't know what's talking about it. I mean, I was... Uh... I mean, you gotta say, Caitlyn was. Uh, she was undefeated, so. And she was very, very Still. game. I'm gonna say, Cat, in that first, especially in the beginning, the the the, the rhythm, the um, her distance was off. Like everything, it, yep. it, it it felt like it took her a little bit to settle. It took her like that third round to settle in. It really did. Yeah. Um, was she had full. Did she had? Uh, she was. Uh, she went for an arm triangle. Cat bucked out of it in the second, which was kind yeah. of. Uh, that was a very impressive her getting out of that arm triangle. I mean, I really, I, I just, I enjoy watching Cat fight. You know what I mean? You got, you can't say enough about Vieira. She was, she was, great. she was on point, man. Cat's not an easy fight for anybody, and it's not like Cat's not game or Cat didn't like. She she looked a little off. I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, like, but by that third round, you're like, that's the cat I know. Now she's committing and it, the. the She's judging the distance better with the strikes, and yep. she's finding her range, I should say, where in the beginning she was kind of all over the place. Well, she's been out 600 down. days. Well, now, so I mean, that's what that's I'm saying. I mean, yeah. it, sometimes you need a fight like this to just yeah. get you back and to get you back on track. Now you're fighting an undefeated, you know, you know, tough, tough, skilled fighter like this uh, Caitlin Vera. I'll tell you, man... Uh, it, I you know props to, to Vera. She did she did great. What did you think of the ref separated them in the third? Have uh, you ever had her against the cage? I don't. It was landing shots. The refs were really like I like when they don't let it go too long. But like literally, they were going in there in a couple of seconds and going action. Let's get back. It's I like what do you the, work for I the network? Was, I'm pretty sure it was the Dotson fight where I think Pedro had him down for an instant. They're like you got to work. Really? Yeah. I have to work. Why don't you let me just let's work this out and be a little strategic down here unless you. Just want me to give up the position, so I get annoyed with these freaking refs. I really yeah. do. They just they they gotta chill out a little bit and let them people let the guys fight. It's one thing if they're just holding each other against the cage. I understand, but it's it's almost like you have to let them work, especially off a takedown. Let them work a little bit. You know, I've been there before, man. I know what that's like. Where it's like, really, dude, really, you tell me to work, and I'm trying it's to like, give me a second. Like, can I work the pass? Can I work the stand up? Let me work the stand up instead of just throwing like an imbecile you know what i mean i remember i got chris lytle down finally when i fought him uh, that first time and i finally got him down i and because he was hard to get, to get down so i'm t and he's hard guy he's not like an easy guy's this guy's guards easy to pass it's very difficult and even the work he's very wiry so i remember like standing up and i'm lifting him up with me and i'm looking and i'm taking my time trying to push his hip down the get his guard open and then Herb Dean's like, you got to work. You got to, and then boom, he stood outside. I'm like, I didn't really stand this up. I was already standing up, but I, Chris saw his guard locked. It's like, dude, really? You're not gonna let me work. And I like Herb Dean, but it's like, fuck. It's, it's annoying for the, cause you know, would just you, like, Hey, wait, I'm sorry. Would you ever say something to him about that after a fight? Would you go like, Hey, I was working, but I was trying to get this thing here. You know, was it? Yeah. hundred percent. I would, but which fighter was it? The CB Dalloway fight. Did he grab the cage? Who grabbed uh, the cage? A couple of times. Wait a minute. It was when he got stop. lifted. I don't want to say uh, the wrong Was fight. it Arlovsky Struve? Oh, that's Arlovsky. what it might have been. Yeah, it was Arlovsky. It was, you're right. You're it was right. Andre Arlovsky yeah. because Struve was going to body slam him. Yes. And he grabbed it. Yeah, that's right. 
I don't know if it, I, I mean, yes, that is what all you're right, talking about, but I don't remember him grabbing uh, it. Like, yeah, I mean, his arm went up over the cage, though. I don't know if he. Well, all right. It, so, who had Zingano and Vieira? I believe I had Vieira by decision. You did. You uh, Well, you had Catlin Vieira by second round submission, okay. so you get the point for that. And then me and Matt both had Kat Zingano by third round knockout, which <clears throat> she tried in the third she round. She definitely <laughs> tried. Yeah. You know? Arlovsky, uh, <clears throat> Struve. I, I, now, I, I know that. Uh, well, they were both eye poked, didn't they? Uh, <laughs> I know. Olaski looked good though, man. Yeah, he looked good. Olaski's been looking good, you know. Well, it's just impressive that he's willing at that age, after all this time, to still switch up his style and do what it do do the things that he needs to do to win, which is impressive. Yeah, he. Um, I, I gotta say that, and, and Cormier kept pointing out how Struve does not throw a jab, and it really is amazing. <laughs> this he's guy, like we had a seven foot guy in here earlier no that wasn't throwing a jab. Why doesn't he? I don't understand why. Does he not have enough faith in the strength of it? Or How about a, how about a side kick or a front kick or a high? Yes. He threw a couple of high kicks, but not nearly enough. Right. I'm like, I'm like, what? what, what he, the best thing he did was throw some nice uh, leg kicks. Right. Like tie kicks. He caught him in the leg, the meat of the leg. And some of those were nice, but it's like, I don't know why he's not using that. Like, yes, he could reach a guy from across the cage, man. He does. He fights like a smaller guy, which is what uh, it it's doesn't make strange. sense. He should be able to keep people at distance. But. And Arlovsky got poked in the eye. He complained about it. Herb Dean didn't see it, but they still gave him the time. I guess some of these fighters, if the other fighter reacts like, yeah, I poked him. Right. I guess there is an, an honor among these guys, too. Like, yeah, I did. I poked him. I don't want to fight him when his eye is fucked up. Right. What are you going to do? Shit happens. But him grabbing the, the, the thing like that. And they pointed out, and Cormier kept saying, what's the difference between a soft warning and a hard warning? Right. Grabbing the fence like that could change the uh, the complexion of the fight. Oh, 100%. And Joe, so Joe, Joe I, made yeah, the point exactly. about they should take a point every time for that or for eye pokes. Yeah. Because that could make a huge difference, man. I mean, hey, listen. A quick stand-up does the same shit. Yep, 100%. There's fight in the fights in the past where there was a quick stand-up, but then the guy lose, lost after that stand-up. And I feel the rough is to blame. Because that guy's not getting out by himself. So why are you letting him get up? You know, Jimmy? What's the matter? No, it's a little pain in my arm, my leg. Oh, man. Um, so what, who had who? Uh, so you guys both had Stefan Struve by first round knockout, and I went with Andre Arlovsky second round knockout. So I get the point for having Arlovsky. Okay, I didn't do too good today on this thing. I think I did fucking horrible. I got to be on, and I don't like to question what? a fighter's uh, fight IQ. Mm. Who? Uh, Andre oh. Sukumtat. Am I saying it right? Yeah, you got it. Against uh, O'Malley, Sean O'Malley. The sugar shit. It is Uh, amazing. I've never seen something. I wanted, sorry, Matt. I wanted O'Malley. I was pulling for O'Malley because I liked him when we interviewed him. He's fun to watch. He's exciting. Awesome. Fast. He's fun. Constantly switching up. This is ambidextrous. But I I was watching that, and when his foot was hurt, I was like, how do you not see this? He knew (laughs) it, but they were yelling. They were yelling at him. I believe his corner was yelling the back away. Let him up. He will not be able to stand up, and then the fight's going to be off. What right. a terrible... Or at least one... No, he did get up once. He did get up once. Yeah, and his foot was completely in the air. He was hopping around. And then Sukumat doesn't just make him throw... He tries to take him down again. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He just kick his leg out. Right. Kick his leg out or do something. Make him come to the center of the octagon. Like, when, I, when he stood up and his, like he was dangling his limp foot, right. which again, props to O'Malley. What a tough motherfucker. He yep. said, I don't tap, and he was not lying. Very, very yeah. tough guy. I was more rooting for uh, Sukumtat to see it just because it was there. Yeah. But O'Malley is an extremely tough kid. And he looked great up until that point. Yes, he he did. He was tremendous. He was winning the fight. You you never like to do it, I guess, but I am going to do it. He does have, he reminds me of the way that Connor strikes. 
using everything lands on the end of his punch. He, he uses his kicks. Yeah. He switches stances a, a lot. A lot of feints. He yeah. mixes up his punches, back kicks, leg kicks. Yeah. Really, really, uh, he did drop uh, a top with a right hand. He's, no, he's, very, he's accurate. Put him down with a leg kick. He's got yeah. good movement. He can switch the, He switches stances. Um, he's entertaining, and he's good between rounds. He fought That's out another of, thing I noticed, Jimmy. It, between rounds, he's coherent. He's talking mm-hmm. to his corner. He's good off his back. He's, I'd like to see now how he's going to deal with some some high level grapplers now. What weight is this again? I'm talking about. Are uh, he 145? What, is it? No, oh, am I wrong? 135. 135. Okay. Yeah. 135. Mm, Banton weight. Yes. Yeah. I could not believe that he did that. What? I, I just <laughs> I did what? I could not believe that he went back in. Do you I realize every, that I if, that if might I was one of the fighting him, things, Jimmy. if I was fighting O'Malley, and I saw his like that, all I could do is Jim Norton. I could back up and go, "Come on." And then he tried to limp out. They would have stopped. Him. I would have won that fight. Yeah. Same thing as Chael John Jones. I don't, I don't know. What was Chael almost won the light heavyweight championship. Right. Because bro- his toe was broken off, basically. Yeah. It's strange. It's very strange that he would. Uh, I mean, how the fuck? Especially when he stood up and he was. He had like a, 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 a Bambi limping leg. Yep. This is what I think. I think that uh, he got laced up up there a lot, and I think that by that third, it's. It's. I'm not saying it's smart. I'm saying that he was just conditioned to be like, all right, now I could just. It's arguably the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was du- it was bad. Arguably the dumbest thing I've ever seen a fighter do, unless he didn't notice even, it. The guy, well, the guy couldn't walk, man. Then again, Paige Van Zandt fought with no left hand. You see these guys fighting Rich Franklin with his broken arm, still knocked out. Chuck, he I had mean, the wheel, man, the wheel's off. But when his foot dangles like that, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Well, it was uh, he threw the kick, he threw a head kick, and then he was uh, O'Malley was obviously wobbly when he came down because he said his foot just went numb. Basically. Basically, and he couldn't couldn't feel it. So it's rough, man. Yeah. Who had who in that? Uh, we all had Sean O'Malley. Me and Jim had O'Malley by decision. Matt, you had O'Malley by third round knockout. So me and Jim got three points for that. Matt, you got one. All right, cool. Oh, what are you doing? All right, cool. So uh, let's go with uh, no one had this one. <laughs> oh, one one of the biggest shocks I've ever had uh, watching fights. Yeah. Uh, has got to be. Wait, 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 are we into the co-main already? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, Frankie Edgar, Brian Ortega. And again, I thought this was a very dumb fight for Frankie to take. Not because he can't beat Ortega, uh, but simply because you you were in line for the title, you got hurt. You're in line for the title, Max gets hurt. You had nothing to gain. I've been saying this um, since, since the beginning. He should not have taken this fight. I know for the money you want to do it, but it's like, Frankie, you're 36 and you're about to fight for the belt. I just thought that t- even if he won the fight, I would have said it was not a good fight for him to take because of, of the risk. Yeah. So Frankie comes out mixing it up, punches and, and, and kicks. And, and, you know, again, he's doing exactly what he does, putting a lot of pressure on. I'm, I'm sure he's just trying to fucking, uh, you know, just let his cardio work instead of 25 minutes. Now he's got to fight 15 minutes. Frankie Edgar could do this for was, an hour. And no, yeah. He was looking good. And he very was, accurate. He was landing. He was very doing good. He was doing. What you think he'd be doing? The boxing was great. Yeah, multiple punches, combinations. He looked tremendous. Exactly what you'd expect Frankie Edgar to do. And, and then that elbow changed everything. Well, no, he made a mistake when he grabbed the kick. I think he grabbed one of Ortega's kicks, and then Ortega went right in for a guillotine. I thought, and then the, the, the people were like, "Ooh!" Like everyone realized that, and I think Frankie realized that was a fucking mistake because this guy grabs you fast. Ortega, yeah. literally, no matter what you're doing, if his hands are near you, you're in trouble. By the way, uh, was it? Uh, what fight am I talking about? That uh, who who reminded me of? Uh, I thought well, maybe it was uh, Vieira against Cat. Who reminded me of Khabib pounding on the ground like that? Who was doing smothering ground and pound? 
What are you talking about? Uh, I mean, Catlin was which on top fight, of which fight? Uh, which fight am I talking about? Cat quite a bit. Oh uh, uh, yeah, it was uh, Zinganovia. Okay, yeah. I just I, I I thought of Khabib during that, and I was like, who was doing that fucking smothering against and the cage? Enough, enough that her her top control was was very impressive. She's, yes, she's a black belt, Caitlin Vera. Yeah, I believe so. And that's what happened to Cat in the last fight against Juliana Pena. Not the same style, but Juliana was able to keep her down. Well, and, well, and she got out of some. I mean, other girls would have been worked over from oh, down yeah. there. Cat did fight intelligent down there. She's she was one step behind, yep. and you know she was just about to get mounted, and you know you know she was right. On, Vera was very very. Um, Good positionally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And can we, uh, what what type of a reach event? Because Ortega looks so much. I mean, Frankie is not a big guy. He did look huge. Massive. Oh. It, it was like, it was like, uh, but yet, but yet it's I only one at inch. Only that's one all inch it is. But, yeah. Wow. But, but even at Wayans, he didn't look sucked out or anything. Brian Ortega. He, he looked good at Wayans. Yeah, he said he came in, he was asked the early Wayans, like when you first go. Like he didn't look he was asked in the post fight what he weighed, and he said he weighed 164 pounds when he stepped in. So that's 19 pounds over the the limit. Uh, so Wait, he st- he he put on 19 pounds. That's what he said. He weighed 164 in the cage. Yeah. Well, he looked it. He looked big. Yeah, but you he looked know? healthy. I mean, he didn't look like he had any problems. Well, I tell you one thing: that elbow stunned Edgar. And again, and people keep talking about it. Chris talking about it before how calm he looks and how collected he doesn't rush mm. in. Very that was a, 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 a vicious short left elbow, I think, which caught uh, Edgar right on the jaw, uh, the upper part of the jaw, the mandible, I think. <laughs> And uh, stunned. I mean, that was a short, a beautifully thrown elbow. Right. And Frankie kind of fumbled. Like, he went in a little bit, like, when you're reaching, and he and his arms were, bo- I believe, both extended, and he left uh, so much room for that uppercut. And I think in that case, Frankie should have tried to stay away a little bit because there wasn't that much time left in the round. Am I correct? How much time was left in the round? Uh, he stopped, The fight was over at 4.44. So, you know, so he had 15, 15 seconds, seconds left to collect himself and stay away instead of going in. And, and Ortega, you could almost see, t- like, you know, was patient and a brilliantly timed right. uppercut. I mean, it, it was hard to It was hard to believe, not that Ortega can't, you know, finish someone, but, man, you've seen Frankie in trouble so many times, and you just figure, well, he'll get it. He's at the end of the round. He'll get the Literally, I've seen kangaroos kick Frankie in the head, but it doesn't bother him. <laughs> right. He's one of those guys that, like, it was the way that Rose uh, beat uh, Joanna. All right, we picked her to win, but nobody thought it was going to be because of strikes, especially now tapping due to strike. So nobody thought... That uh, Ortega, if he had guillotined him in the first round, I would have been surprised if Frankie went in so fast. Right. But that's how you expected him to win. Uh, if he was going to win, it was going to be on the ground or a decision. Um, I didn't think Frankie was going to finish him because he's just too good at tying you up on the ground. Uh, right. He was not going to Yaya Rodriguez, this guy. But I, I was shocked that he finished him with strikes. Everybody was shocked that he finished him with For an sure. uppercut. Well, Edgar's mean, such it, a tough guy. I'll tell you, it makes... And I said this before. Um, to, I was talking to Ricardo Almeida. If you have to... Um, if you have to get taken out, yeah, at least it's with a really humble dude, man. I mean, Ortega's a nice. You, I mean, listen, nobody wants to get taken out in there, but it could be worse if the guy's not a good dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, some of these some of these guys out there. But that this Ortega is such a classy kid that it made it, it made it sting a little less, you know, because you are happy for the kid. Like he is a oh, he's, he's good. A t- what a, what a, he's got to be next in line for the belt. I mean, he he's to. always yeah, preaching positive so. stuff. I mean, it's very positive. I like that. Well, no. ha- Holloway, uh, sorry, uh, Chris, can I, uh, you, you finish. No, I was, I was just going to ask Matt, uh, if the fight had gone longer, do, what do you think Frankie's strategy would have been? Do you think he would have eventually gone for a takedown? Because it seemed like he, he already was just did. Try to... He closed that distance a couple of times. He well, that's low. what I mean. But as it keeps going, do you think he would just try to keep it standing or whatever? I think he would have been doing the same exact thing he did yeah. for those first four minutes, and it was working for him. Yep. Right. He was winning that round. Yeah. Yes. He got caught towards the, obviously in the end, but 
he was winning. And I think that is, that's what he'd be doing the whole round, the whole fight. Maybe commit more. The thing about what I get when you go with a guy with good jujitsu is they don't sometimes they don't fight the takedowns as much. Like they'll feel like, oh, I got your neck, and then and then at the last second they'll go with it. But then Frankie's the type of guy that like he'll commit to the takedown, and then the guy's going for the neck, and then he'll like jerk out of it and still be on top. Like right. he's got very good. You saw like when you saw him go to get that neck, he. Like with Cub Swanson, he was latched on that thing. Boom! That was it. Was like you know it was done. Forget it. Frankie didn't let him settle in on it. He's like, oh, he's like trying to hold a little fucking crazy, not, not you know, pit bull or something. Like he's just moving like, right. he's 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 shaking out of that thing and then coming back with four strikes, two low, three high. Like he's just bap, 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 you know. So I think he'd be doing the same thing for all three rounds. Yeah, you know, he mixes it up. That's what's so great about Frankie. Um, I like how Ortega said. I want to hear about. How much, because he said that he knew Frankie was going to be in his face. They knew that. So they he works, because of his length, in close, he works on those elbows. Uh, and there's some classic self-defense with, with some crazy jiu-jitsu. When they get in close, especially when they grab your neck, you like knock the hand out of the way, come back with an elbow. Yeah. There's lots of elbows in close. I wonder, you know, was that specifically for this fight with Frankie? Or is that in general when guys just get that close? I mean, in his other fights, has he used the elbow so effectively? I'm That's, I mean, to my recollection, that was the, the right? most, that was the most vicious elbow. Yeah. You know, cause I mean, I remember um, one of his trainers, Henry Gracie, I believe it was Henry, was saying um, uh, that, you know, they, they don't get like, in other words, they don't have a strict, strict like sh- strategy. Like he figures it out in there and he gives what the, yeah. sees what the opponent gives them. And then he, he works out the, you know, the game plan as the fight goes on, that type of thing. Yeah. Which I thought was very interesting. Holloway, yeah. Max Holloway reacted uh, to the win on on um, on Twitter. Who was supposed he was supposed to be fighting, and he said, "You had nothing to gain from taking that fight, Frankie Edgar, but you took it. You defended what you already earned. There's no belt for sacrificing everything. But true fans and Jersey knows no belt can outshine what you bring to the sport. Chin up, brother. Even McGregor. Now they said Conor McGregor chimed in. I'm like, oh, that's miserable. It's probably not good. <laughs> but even Conor chimed in and he said." Uh, Frankie's career deserved for that to be against me tonight. That was just funny. <laughs> respect, Frankie. Love and all respect always. A true fighter's fighter. What a nice tweet from, from Connor. Uh, you, well, I wouldn't know how to have expected yeah, that. that but, I mean, the last line of that, a true fighter's fighter. That's why you're not going to hear anybody. I don't think anybody could t- ever talk bad about Frank Edgar. You're not going to. You can't. Just as a fighter. Because he's such he an is, animal. But he is a fighter's fighter. That's what he's a very gritty. He's been bloody. Tough guy. And uh, like Chris said, like when I saw him get a little wobble from that elbow you know you've seen jeremy stevens had him hurt sure. you've seen gray maynard and then he comes back and gray, May- gray maynard had him dead he actually died in that fight yeah that was back. like a 10 <laughs> yeah. because he came back as a zombie and killed him like a 10 so. 5 round right yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, so it's like he he is like a real life little rocky you know what i mean and he has so. the most uh most minutes in the octagon and look it look it was 36 or take us 27 it was bound to happen someday someone catches you yeah, yeah. caught with an elbow it, it's fuck right. it's a miracle that he's had that many to have that many minutes in the octagon or that many hours and never to have gotten caught where it ends the fight is is, is miraculous yeah, for sure so he finally got caught by a, a nine-year younger guy uh, a strong guy who was a lot bigger than him it happens I, I was gonna say so frankie issued a statement and i was laughing because it's like it's very frankie of him the way he, he said it. He goes, saturday did not go as planned congrats to ortega he definitely got me with some good ones <laughs> thanks to all my peers my team my friends and my fans for their nice words they don't go unnoticed all i can do now is dust myself off and get ready to put it all on the line again 
Yeah, yeah. So good for Frankie. Yeah. You hope he can get back to that spot because after a devastating first round loss, he'll have to have another fight before he can get to the belt. But they, they you know, they may reward Frankie Edgar because he's been such a, a, a soldier and people love the yeah. fans love him. So Ortega has to get the next shot at Holloway. So Ortega Holloway. And then who does Frankie fight? And then maybe the winner of that. Maybe they make him earn it one more time. Who does the winner of the, maybe the winner of that gets the next title fight? That's my guess. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Stevens obviously is in the mix. When's the uh, last time they fought? Oh, Jeremy yeah, and, yeah, and uh, Frankie. And Frankie, fought, that was at uh, in New York, two of five. I okay. guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's fairly recent. Yeah. Right. yeah so how do they work that out? Because Jeremy, you know, you, you, Jeremy Stevens uh, might have earned well, a, a am, shot too. I right? am interested. I, well, let's talk about really quick. What do you think of Ortega versus versus Holloway though? That is an interesting fight. I mean, I was really interested in Frankie versus Holloway. I mean, too. Just, Fucking but, very. You know, but but still, this is a very, very interesting sh- fight. I mean, a different. He poses different, different threats. Uh, Ortega <clears throat> with, with with Holloway. But I, I'm mad. I'm telling. I think it's a great fight. It's I mean, a, a fantastic. It's fight. It's a phenomenal fight. And the the thing is, you know, with a guy like Ortega, obviously he's just shown he has a lot of power. Yeah. It, f- Max is a guy that fights like the Diaz brothers, where it's an accumulation yeah. of shots and he, he wears you down. I don't know if you're going to be able to do that with a guy like Ortega who can really land or tap you early. So it's, well, I mean, it's a very see, interesting well, matchup. And Max is no slouch on the floor either. No. On, what he did on top to a uh, you know a black belt like um, Aldo, yeah, is yeah. Like twice, right? I mean, and you forget Aldo's a black belt because he does not use the jiu-jitsu that much. Right, he's not on his back, but I mean, he got he got put down. I mean, you know what I mean? And yeah, he's looking for takedowns. That those guys are some of the worst guys to fight. I know the uh, guys worry about the big punches, but the guys like you were just you were just saying like like the Max Holloway, the, the Diaz brothers. It's like it's very exhausting because you know when you get guys like that, and then you throw a punch or two to be like, all right, I'm gonna get this guy off me, and then they're back in your face. It's like, oh, dude, that's that's it's it's a it's annoying. I've sparred guys like with that, and. Uh, it's really frustrating. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, oh, get the fuck off me, dude. I want to bite you. <laughs> okay. um, what up, Jimmy? So I think that the next, it's got to be Holloway against Ortega. That yeah, and Dana pretty much kind of... I mean, he didn't say exactly that was going to happen, but that's the, the logical... Well, he said that Connor had offered to step in and fight Frankie. Yeah, he confirmed that. But yeah. there was 25 days. To me, it's like, you know, you need a full camp. Connor yeah. said that, but to me, maybe he said that knowing it wouldn't happen. Yeah. And this is my theory. What's up? Dana has pretty much confirmed that they're going to strip Connor when Ferguson and Khabib begin their fight that Connor just no longer has the belt. So here's what's going to happen. Remember I said this. They are going to strip Connor, of course. Uh, either Khabib or Ferguson will win, and then Connor will come in and fight the winner. Because, and this is my theory, there's a lot more to gain with him fighting to win something than fight him fighting to defend it. Him fighting to defend his belt is not nearly as exciting or as sellable as him coming to fight to regain the belt because he was stripped. I had fought, I had time with my family, and he'll say all that stuff. Right. They shouldn't have stripped me. I'm the real champion, like you, we said that before the fight, uh, before the show. I, I think that Connor's fighting for the belt is much more exciting to fans, and him having it raised and new, uh, he'll win it again. That's what I think is going to happen. So I don't think Connor will fight until after this, and then they'll announce as soon as this is done that Connor's fighting the winner. Yeah, no, I think that that makes a lot of sense. You're right. I think it's very, uh, the matchups, it all depends on that. Who has that belt, and then we'll see if he comes back. You think if Khabib has that belt, you think he's coming back for that thing? Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying anything versus, I say style-wise, because Tony, I yes, feel a better course. style, stylistically. Do I think Because it would take place more on its feet, and the other guy's, you know, that fucking Russian gorilla. 
Look, take he, you down and rip your arm off. He has not fought since Connor has not fought since fighting Floyd in August. Yeah. So, so September, October, November, December, January. He hasn't fought in seven months in any sport. Right. He has to be ready to fight again. Somebody. There's no boxing matches announced. They don't wait seven months to announce a fight. He's not fighting Floyd in a rematch like I thought he would. All I know is, yeah, not to cut you off, Sorry. but I was talking to Ricardo Almeida, and he was going, you know, Matt. Fucking, he goes, Edson's not easy to get down, man. He's not easy to get down. He's not easy to hold down. He goes, you know what I mean? So it's like, and I respect uh, Hikaru's, you know, opinion on things. He's like, dude, he goes, baby, and that dude is not, and the way he made, and you know what? He made it look fucking easy. So that's kind of, that's very scary. <laughs> for It's scary for guys that don't want to be down. I mean, this is, I think that dude is uh, on a whole nother level, and he's just a scary dude. I can't wait. That that fight's soon, man. That's that's the yeah, uh, April seventh in Brooklyn. I'm gonna be there. Oh, I can't wait for that. I cannot wait for that, man. Now here's a dumb thought. What Jimmy? Ortega came in. You said at 164. That's what he said. So yeah. he could probably very easily fight at 155. Yes, and I, I'd like us to ask him that when we talk to him later. Like, I mean, he's going to be looking to move up, I think, at some point. Would he ever want to? I'll ask him. Uh, well, you can ask him at the moment. But I wonder if there's any. Uh, again, he won't look at, at Khabib right now, but that to me is an amazing, oh, yeah. very interesting fight. Yep. All right, so we, none of us had Frankie in that. No. I mean, none of, we all had Frankie. Yeah, we all yeah. had Frankie. Although, again, me and you, Jim, have Ortega to be the champion at the end of the year, yeah, we but did. we all did take Frankie because we, we love Frankie. Uh, okay, let's go to the uh, main event. Uh, end not- of the year? What are you talking about? Remember we did our picks for who we think will be the champion at the end of the year? 100% do not remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who do I pick? Max Holloway? No, you have Frankie. All right. Yeah. Well, I stick so, by that. You're consistent, yeah. No, I'm consistent. All right. I'm a loyal, my loyalty doesn't fucking, you know, wave. Yeah, it doesn't waver. Waver. <laughs> so what, uh, okay, now let's go with the uh, the main event. Yes. Was, uh, was uh, of course, Cyborg against... Uh, Kuniskaya, you got it. Put that pictures up there so I can get oh, really sure. into it. Thank you. There you go. Uh, man, Yana. Kuniskaya, she came up in didn't she go up in weight? She usually fights in in, in Invicta at one thirty five. Yeah. And then, uh, but again, Cyborg just fought a five round fucking battle against Holly. Yeah, it's her second fight in two months and four days. I like the takedown. I'll tell you that much. The takedown was good. I mean, yeah. That was the one. But other than that, it was. I was just scared for that girl. Well, I thought she got knocked out when I saw that. Immediately, I thought that Cyborg knocked her out. But I really, oh, then she's going for the leg. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it, that was just. Uh, she she's never been hit as hard as, as Chris hit her. No, and she admitted, and and she did her post fight interview, and she was like, you know, I was really nervous getting in there, like moving up and weight and whatever she said she's oh, like i was very it. nervous no, no, you, she looks scared yeah. she looks scared you, and why not i, I mean. think literally i think my, I think it was my wife like, oh, her hands are shaking like she looked nervous man yeah and then even when she was the cyborg was like stalking her up against the cage i was just like yo get her out of there i was getting worried the first time she got hit she might have been like oh the nightmare is is it's what they say it is yeah she really does hit that hard the horror yeah exactly (laughs) horror is your friend if not it's an enemy to be feared that's fucking great though good movie it's a good (laughs) good movie we're doing uh that that's a dad uh daddy daycare that movie okay uh uh she responded to the idea of fighting because i want to see uh amanda Against her, uh, it's Nunez versus Pennington is going to be the next fight. Well, that, that was the rumored fight that was to be put together theoretically. And then Dana was asked about that, and they were like, Would you potentially put together Cyborg and Amanda instead? And he's like, Yeah, I think I will do that. So that's what 
Dana's thinking Cyborg said she might not be available for the May 12th card, but Cyborg versus Amanda Nunes makes sense as as a fight. And Raquel Pennington and Amanda makes sense too. So Yeah, but Pennington Cyborg, I mean, I'm sorry, Amanda Cyborg is a more sellable fight. Oh, absolutely. Pennington, Amanda, because then Amanda, Amanda's like a, a popular fighter, but yeah, Cyborg is Cyborg. So right. I, I think Chris Cyborg against Amanda Nunes would be a great fight at 145. Well, that's and, what uh, Cyborg even said afterwards. Like she doesn't want Brazil versus Brazil, but who cares? She said it first or something. I don't know what did she said. Yeah, who, she who cares saying, where someone was born? No, well, she shit. said you know she never she doesn't like to ask for a fight like that. But because Amanda's been calling her out, she's like, yeah, let's I'll, I'll fight her. So. Yeah, no, no, and it doesn't matter where they're from. Who gives a yeah. shit. So good. Uh, unimportant, not relevant information. All right. So the, those those uh, that wasn't my best for my picks. Well, uh, I was. I, who had the uh, who had Cyborg? Who had picks. Cyborg first round knockout? Uh, well, Matt actually had Cyborg my first round knockout. Jim, Did you had her my second, second round. I'm so stupid. I, I thought. Oh, so I get three so points. I, I get two you points. Did. I get two. You got, uh, I got Jim three. got two, and then I had Cyborg. I just took a wild swing and said third round submission, but I had Cyborg. So Jim, three for five, six out of 15 points. Matt, two for five, four out of 15. I went three for five, five out of 15. And for February, Jim went 14 out of 20. Very nice. 33 out of 60 points. Matt, you went 50%, 10 out of 20, 19 out of 60 points. And I went 13 out of 20, 28 out of 60 points. You had 28? I think Jimmy should take a page. Uh, I had 13. I went 13 for 20. Could so Jimmy? You had 28. I think Jimmy, points, yeah. I think because people can't see at home, I think, pe- I think Jimmy should take a page hmm. out of Brian Ortega's book and be humble when he wins something. I am, oh, I think I meant, feel he's I feel he's being very no, smug. Not, I thought you meant I should take a page out and, and decimate my opponents in the first round. Right. That's what I do. Knock him out. I guillotine the, everyone in this room with points. You, That's right. I you, choke you, you with points. It's not what you say. So people are probably at home saying, why are you saying that? Jimmy's not acting smug. You guys don't see what he's doing in here. He's exactly. Kinda, he's kind of. I'm sh- waving my dick in Matt's he's face. He's shaking his head. <laughs> he's shaking his head. And he's he's acting like a big shot. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, listen, oh, so nah. what if I fought in the cage? It doesn't. Yeah, mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. All right, listen. Who we got? I'm, I'm kidding. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> Jimmy. Thank you very much. I'm hoping Connor will tweet about it. That you know, a man like myself is not to be toyed with. He might. Yeah. yeah. So we uh, let's take a quick league. We have Brian. I Ortega can do that. Playing. I can take a league, and let's. And I know there's some gossip to talk about. Yeah, isn't there some fights coming up? Of course. I, oh I'm excited yeah. About that. So we'll take a break. We'll talk about the potty break. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. It's simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 33. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base 
up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph. And a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. And we don't want to be negligent, by the way, and and not mention some of the upcoming fights before we talk to Brian. Uh, Middleweight fight recently announced, number two, number five, uh, Jacare Souza against Kelvin Gastelum. That's at UFC 224, uh, May the 12th in Rio, which is a great fight. Yeah, how do you see like that Kelvin, one going, man? man? Kelvin don't give a shit, man. He, he doesn't, but the the, the weight uh, of being up at middleweight, he does fight well at middleweight. He moves weight at, uh, well at middleweight. But uh, you know, I don't know if you want Jacare on top of you at middleweight. No, and I'm surprised he's willing to fight back in Brazil because Kelvin said he wasn't going to do that after he... Well, he got fucked on a decision, right? Did he get fucked on a decision? What was it? No, he beat Vitor, and then he tested positive for weed, and he was like, I didn't smoke weed. You know, he thought there was something up with the oh, commission or with whatever. Oh, testing. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. so that's the middleweight at UFC 224. Now, fight night. Uh, this is the one you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Rivera against Marlon Moraes. Oh, that's very exciting. That's a really, really good fight. They've been talking back and forth for a little bit, though. June first in Utica. That's a nice fight. That's a really nice fight. That 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 Marlon is 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 really something. Jimmy's tough too. I mean, yes, he know. is. Let me ask you about Jimmy. He's ranked four. What's he done in his last couple of fights? Well, he he just beat. Well, that no, was a while ago that he beat uh, Almeida. And then who yeah. did he just fight? Who did he fight last? It's, 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 um, hold on, it's I'm looking it up. Now. Yeah, he got. Injured in it, I think he hurt his eye. Let me see. Well, no, no, that was the Almeida fight. That was the last fight. He hurt his eye against it Almeida? Was, it was Uriah, Uriah before that when he hurt was, his eye. Right. Yeah. That was like September, um, no? Uh, the Almeida fight was July uh, 22nd. Oh, even wow. So, because he was scheduled to fight Cruz, and that's why him and Marais went back and forth because when Cruz dropped out, yeah. Marais wanted to jump in, and he, you know, it just didn't get worked right. out. So. Well, now it's happening. So, yeah, that's, that's a fun exciting. fight. What else? Anything else being announced? Uh, yeah, flyweight fight, uh, no, the uh, number one uh, ranked contender. This is UC, UFC 225, June the 9th from Chicago. This is a good fight. Benavidez against Sergio Pettis. Yeah, Benavidez is back Ooh. after. Who's Sergio Pettis just lose to? Um, oh, my. Wait, don't, 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 don't say it. The wrestling kid. Don't say it. Don't say it. 
Oh my God! What's Who's, his name? I, he, he lost. Yeah, the, Henry uh, Sharuto. Henry Sharuto. Oh, Sharuto Hill. Hill. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, excuse me. And uh, that's a two-two-five. That's a good fight. Yeah. And uh, another middleweight fight: uh, Israel uh, Adesanya against uh, Marvin Vittori. And am I saying Israel's last name right? Yeah, you got both. Exactly I thought. Right. Well, Marvin Vittori. Yeah. That's UFC Fight Night: Gaethje against Poirier, Saturday, April 14th from Glendale. Man, the UFC has a lot of interesting. Um, Fight nights and 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 uh, fights at UFC uh, main event. Now, is there a uh, Jacare Calvin is not the main event at UFC two two four, and I'm going to guess that they're looking for Cyborg Amanda. That's a guess because it's in Rio. That was what yes, that was the date that was mentioned, but who knows what ends up happening there? But yeah, now two two five in Chicago. Here's my guess: CM Punk. Isn't he from Chicago? He is. We'll fight there. Chicago-made punk. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Is that what CM stands for? Yeah. Okay. So maybe he fights there again. Who does he fight? I don't know. Dan- I don't know. Derek Lewis was saying uh, Floyd Mayweather should be the fight. <laughs> I never knew that that's why it was CM Punk. Chicago-made. I'm pretty sure I, that's true. I think should I, I have know. known that? No, I didn't know it. Right, Jimmy? No. Did you know that? No, and he's a buddy of mine. I didn't know it. Oh, shit, man. I know. I was there when he tackled you. That's right. Where's uh, <laughs> Brian Ortega? Uh, any minute. Let me check in. I'll check in. All right, man. Well, you guys on cloud ten right now. It's a big win for him. It's a massive win for him. Yeah. And you also he's did twenty six years old. This kid did not. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, he just I guess he just turned twenty seven. I think. But yeah, young. So funny. He's so young. I remember like feeling like when I was getting close to thirty. I remember I was, I was when I announced, it's like, young Matt Serra, and I was 28th. I'm like, oh, I don't feel like I'm young. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking 40. You know, right? Yeah, well, now, now I definitely don't. You look back, you're like, yeah, I was young. Oh, I'm still, thank goodness, though, I'm still rolling, Jimmy. Yeah. But listen, I'm not losing any weight anytime soon. My wife says she's making pasta tonight. I think she literally tries to keep me chubby, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy on that note, <laughs> let's take a call from Brian Ortega. Oh, Here is he here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hi, Brian? Yeah, no, this is Ed, but I'm with Brian here, yeah. Okay. Wait, is this Ed? Wait, Ed who? Is this Ed? Uh... Suarez. Hey, what's up, man? It's Matt Sarah, buddy. Hey, what's up, Matt? Oh, Ed's a buddy of mine. Okay. This is Jimmy Norton. Say hello. Hello, Ed. You're on UFC hey. Unfiltered, Ed. <laughs> oh, right on, man. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I got the call from uh, the UFC today to, to make a call, so I just, I with Brian, so I just made the call from my phone uh, to have him call in for your show. Dude, if you're ever in here, I want you in studio, Ed. <laughs> I'd love to be. I'd be honored, man, yeah, anytime. You're the man, Ed. Well, right now, let's talk about T-City Ortega. That's what's important. Oh, no. We can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Brian? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? What's going on, Brian? Congratulations, man. What an amazing fight. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, ha- I'm, I'm happy, and all the, the, the relief and the weight of the shoulders is off my, off my back, finally. Did, did did he do what did Frankie do? Because he, he seemed like he was pressing and he was you know he was a very very uh, varied attack, which is kind of what we expected. Is that what you expected him to do? Exactly what he did? Yeah, exactly. I expected him either. I expected him two things: either to kind of kick back and and let me be the aggressor and kind of beat me by points, or I expected him to get in my face and turn into a dog fight, which which he did. And uh, you know, I, I pretty much had a plan for both of those situations. And now. That elbow, the elbow you threw, beautiful elbow. Was that uh, you said that if he was rushing you in your, if you were expecting him in your face, that that was one of the um, the weapons you were going to use. Correct? How how much were you uh, concentrating on on that elbow? No, I was concentrating because I, I was concentrating on it a lot. 
because I realize he's he's shorter. His arms are, sh- you know, because he's a shorter man, he can play inside the pocket better than I can as a as a, a long limb kind of guy. And he's going to be quicker in there than I am. So I pretty much, like I said, I cut my arm in half and use my elbows. And once I, I threw some, I threw a first one, and I and I kind of partially landed it, and I told myself it's there. I just felt it. I go, the elbow is there all night. And then I threw a kick to see if he would take me down and almost fell into my plan of, of choking him. And he got out. And right when we got out, I said, let's go back to elbows. And right when he came in, I just I, I knew he had a problem with the orbital. So I, I really attacked that orbital with my elbow, and I felt like it landed flush. And from there, he kind of he, he weeble-wobbled. And, I, I mean, I took full advantage of that opportunity. Now, expect now that was great. When you, when you say took advantage, a lot of it's not a lot of guys, but you we've seen Frankie hurt before, but battle back in some fights. Jeremy Stevens, Gray Maynard, like we were talking about earlier, guys, and uh, he's guys aren't able to put him away. Right. You stayed very calm, and you 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 were very accurate with the follow up. With, to your credit, now that uppercut you landed—is that something you land in, in sparring a lot, or are you just seen the opportunity here to land that? No, this is something that we specifically trained for Frankie, this uppercut with my coach, James Larson. We said, uh, because he's a shorter man, because he's a wrestler, we got we to gotta land that, that, that uppercut. And, uh, and I mean, all the training, my, uh, it has some power to it, but we just never landed the right one during a fight. My coach said, if you land this uppercut, he goes, it's going to be a good night. I don't care whose chin it is. And... I mean, to finally get that right distance and that right timing and, and to land it perfectly right on the button, the coach was right. Brian, let me ask you, what is your take on the sparring? I want to know, like, are you getting a ton of rounds in? Because you're really, people are deathly afraid of your jiu-jitsu, and rightfully so. You know, you're showing how, how, how devastating you can be when you lock onto something. But, you know, it's definitely not underrated, but how, how many, compared to your mat work, are you, are you clocking in a lot of rounds? And how hard is that sparring? Yeah, so for, for this for this camp, for three weeks, I, I sparred Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, a uh, total of, you know, just five rounds each sparring session, five fives. And I'm definitely, I mean, I'm accumulating all those rounds. You know, I, I finally re- realized that, that um, and my whole thing was I never wanted to spar because uh, I was afraid of getting injured and I was afraid of other people going in there and trying to hurt me just to, to prove something, say, yeah, I beat up Brian or, you know, and then you spar with one person for one round and then they don't spar with you for the second or third. So, so there's all these things that I was against sparring really hard to a certain level where I didn't really want to, there's a lot of just things that, that I've seen that could happen wrong, but I finally found the right team that, that helps me train, that helps me get together and that takes care of me during training. They're very, they, they're very good at checking their ego and putting their selfish pride away and saying, no, I'm here to help Brian, and I'm going to give him the looks that he needs. I'm going to give him the work that he needs. And I finally found that team that is, that is down for me and, and down to help me, and that, that allows me to get all these sparring rounds in without getting injured. That's so important. It really is. I remember having sparring rounds. And you do. When you're having a fight coming up, the work's around you. So you might have, you, you're alternating in peep guys where, you know, you get a fresh guy every round. I remember I had one prick being like, oh, Yo, you'll put me in the last, I'll, I'll go in the fifth round with Matt. You always want to go in the fifth round with me, the bastard. But uh, it is important yeah, to that, have that that's right. What happened, that's what happened before, man. I used to go, I used to have guys 
who would spar two rounds, and then I, and I'm sparring the whole time. And by the time I'm on my fifth round, they are arrested. They already rested two rounds, and they want to get me on the fifth round. And then they're trying to hurt me on the fifth round yeah. to prove a point. And I, that's when I realized, like, you know what, sparring's not for me as in terms of trying to stay healthy and safe and actually make it to the fight. Like, I need to, I don't get paid at the gym. I get paid to show up to the fight. There was one point, it looked like uh, early in the round, when Frankie, I think he was going for a takedown, and you, uh, you, you almost locked the guillotine in there. Uh, were you surprised that he did that so early in the fight, or were you expecting it? I was expecting it. That's why I threw the kick because I can go in there with reckless abandonment with my striking because I'm not afraid of the takedown. And I know he wants to take me down as a wrestler. So I went in there and I threw the kick on purpose so he can catch the leg so he can take me down uh, because, I mean, he's a wrestler. And the second he did that, I had a sniper shot on him ready for it. And he was smart enough to get out. But then I just told myself, like, okay, one, one shot missed. We got... 100 more shots to go. Now, everybody is thinking, of course, uh, now, I, I didn't think that was a fight Frankie should have taken just because even if he had won, I would have thought that was a fight that he should have taken because uh, you I know, agree. he was, uh, yeah, because the, 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 he had Holloway lined up. You know, not too much to gain, right? Right. He's just a tough guy and he's always willing to fight. But now that you won and you won so decisively, nobody can deny that you should be getting a shot. Um, so I, I'm, most people are probably thinking that you're going to be the next in line for Holloway. Um, I am getting the shot for Holloway. I just got, I just got off the phone with Dana White. He said, I'm positively 100% getting the shot. Oh, that's great. Congratulations, Congrats, man. man. Congratulations. Well deserved. What was that Thank phone call guys. like? What was that phone call like? Dude, I'm still cheesing up and smiling right now. So like, <laughs> you should be. Now, did you... so surreal. It's so surreal, you know, but I'm just, I'm not celebrating till, till I get that belt, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm staying, staying with my blinders on and, and work work ethic still in. Of course, man, because uh, you have another fight to 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 get ready for it now. And the one good thing about the fight is that you you obviously did not get hurt in this fight. You didn't take a whole lot of shots. I mean, you you, you know you took some, but you 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 could probably fight a little sooner than it had you gone three rounds to a tough decision. No, absolutely, man. I I, I felt like this is a this this is rare. You know, I went from me being a third round finisher to a second round finisher with Cub, and now to a first round. Second round finisher with Cub to a first round finish with Frankie. So uh, my skills are getting better. I'm getting uh, the more time I, I keep, the more active I stay. I feel like I'm adapting well, and I mean I love it, man. You know, especially getting this title shot. Uh, it feels great because I walked out of that. I walked out that night, no crutches, no limps, nothing, just 100% healthy. Do you not? Now, do you know which one is it going to be? Uh, is it going to be the Chicago card? Is it 226? I have no idea what what card it's going to be on. Uh, all I know is uh, I got the call, and they said they're going to get the shot. And whatever happens, the date it is, it is what it is. And, and, and I'm going to look ahead for a minute. We were just doing this because it's fun to do. Because uh, you said you walked in at 164. Is that accurate? Yes, sir. So let's just say, obviously, uh, for the sake of yeah, yeah, so you win this fight, you're the champion. Now, would there ever be a thought, and you don't want to look too far ahead, but look, if you walk in at 164, you could probably comfortably – fight at 155 have you ever considered doing a fight at 155 i have uh, i thought about it i would need the right perfect uh, well we need the perfect matchup and uh i'm as in terms of like you know a fight that i can really give the fans to see not just like a regular match i really want to give them a war and uh and something crazy and something big especially if i move up a weight class and no, i've definitely thought about it and my goal is if if I'm successful against Max Holloway, then um, I'm looking at some some opportunities in 
and things in the 155 division. Well, obviously, everybody is thinking about uh, Khabib or Ferguson or, uh, again, depending on what Connor does. But there's a lot of potential for good fights at that weight. No, absolutely, man. And that's, we're definitely looking at all of those guys. And, and um, like I said, I have to do my job first and, and get what's mine and get that title. And once successful with that, then we can move on and, and see what's... Uh, what choices and opportunities we have. I'll tell you, I mean, people were saying how big you look that night, but I seen you at the weigh-ins. You don't look like you're, you're sweating it. Is it, no no pun intended, is it that hard, is it really hard for you to get down to 145? Because it looks like you're making it, like you look in good spirits on, on, on at weigh-ins. I mean, yeah, I feel, I feel great as in terms of making the weight. The only reason why I struggled just a little, not struggled, but you have easy cuts and you have hard cuts. That's what I've always felt. And, and it never mattered at what point. Sometimes I had four training camps, and it just for whatever reason, I didn't have a right cut. And that was just due to the fact that I had never really done dieting. I always just eat jack-in-the-box and, and and just train and, and fight. That was so, That's the way I, I was kind of raised. And this time was the first time where I actually, in three weeks, I said, wait a minute, you're like at 170 right now. And in a little bit, a couple of weeks from now on, you have to be 145. So... I talked to my friend Mike Safai. He got me on, on these meal preps, and actually, I actually followed through with them. I listened. I didn't cheat on any meals, except for one night I had Nutella, and uh, <laughs> I loved it. That's it, man. <laughs> so yeah, one night I literally just like woke up at two in the morning and like ate half the thing, and I was like, "Fuck this! I deserve it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, our- Yes, okay, so the diet, you know, you would not be opposed to going up to 155. We wanted to ask, too. No, I actually, the heaviest I've walked around with and kind of walk around is at 185. Jesus. Wow. How far before a fight do you decide you got to drop? You got 40 pounds. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Once I start really lifting weights and getting on my game, I, I get up to 185. I'm, a, I'm Mexican, man. It's easy for us. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. And, you like uh, your carbs. Oh, yeah. Rice. We mix all rice, beans, tortilla. <laughs> you name it. We, we mix it all in there. Now, but, uh, were you raised yeah. in Mexico or no? Did you grow up in Mexico? No. My, my par- Both of my parents are from Mexico. I was I was born first generation in the States. But I can tell you, growing up, I spent every single, every other weekend, I was spending in Mexico and TJ. And then when I get vacations, I would go deep in Mexico with my family. So I grew up pretty much both. Okay, back and forth. Oh, so you would go to Tijuana? All I've ne- you know, I've never been to Tijuana. I was there literally my life growing up was there. I was there every other weekend. Now, when you would go there, would you go with your friends? Uh, is that when you like first start meeting girls? I mean, Tijuana is legendary for having some uh, some hot and, and fairly easy to meet women. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I was a kid, so you know, I didn't really pay attention to you know when you're a kid, you don't really care too much for girls like that, but. Uh, my dad was always there. He, my my dad's best friend lived there, and they're always out there, and you know they're doing their thing. And um, he always leaves me at the house. And his best friend had a daughter, which was one year younger than me, so she became kind of like my best friend slash girlfriend over the weekends when I would go to TJ. Oh, okay. It was I had it going on, man. I was through the street <laughs> TJ with my my cute chick, and you know, and I come back to Cali, and then I'm like, okay, where's my Cali chick? <laughs> Living the dream, yeah, Brian exactly. <laughs> so we want. What is the Brian Ortega Foundation, which you guys are setting up too? We wanted to. Our producer told us about that. Yes. Yeah, so we're setting this all up right now. And right now, if you go to Grace University slash Brian Ortega Foundation, we're doing what's called the T City Scholarships, where I'm taking. Um, you know, you go in there and you sign up, and then 
pretty much I'm going to sponsor kids to train for one year for free wow. due to all the beneficial uh, factors that this has, you know, because not only when anyone trains in any martial art, I feel like it gives them a, a sense of family, uh, discipline, respect, and it gives it gives them ultimately confidence. And confidence is key when, when you really want to live a, a happy life, you know. And, you know, I'm not saying you have to be a fighter. I'm just saying, you know, the family here and the connections could really just bring out the best in you. If you're an artist, you know, someone could be a photographer and take pictures of your art and, and pretty much be your family when you train. So I feel like a lot of kids deserve this opportunity. And that's what we're starting with first. And later on, it's just going to branch out and I'm going to do bigger things. And the, the best part with the Grace University is that we're not only doing it here, but we have schools, 150 schools all over the, the entire world. So we can pick kids from different places. So we don't only cater to our community, but we cater to the world like we've been talking about. Well, that's awesome, man. Congratulations on a great fight. And also, and congratulations on getting the call from Dana for your shot at Max Holloway. Yeah, you deserve it. And that's a fight that everybody is going to be excited uh, to, to watch. And, uh, you know, I look forward to hearing when it's going to be. Bye. So am I. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, congratulations, Brian. You're a great fighter and, and you were a humble uh, in, you know, in, in beating Frankie. So, uh, you know, look forward to watching you. Yeah, man. You're such a All positive right. dude, one, man. One thing, shout out, shout out to Frankie, man. I know he didn't have to take the fight. Uh, he's a legend for that, man. I honestly, I give him, I tilt my hat to him and I give him all the love and respect in the world. All right. I'm sure he appreciates that. Thanks yeah. a lot, uh, Brian. We'll talk to you again. All right. Congrats, Brian, man. Thank you guys. All right, buddy. Bye. Guy, he's such a positive kid, man. He's such yeah, a he's a nice dude. Guy. He's a really nice guy. I like guy. that, man. I like his message. And that's just, that's, it's a real beautiful thing, man. A lot of guys, they have that, like you see Thug Rose, the same kind of message. Sure. Some people, they get that mic and they could just be super a-holes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Other people, like, like there's this Brian Ortega, very, very good, positive vibes. Sure. Max, too, right? I mean, oh, Max these two are going to fight. Just, yeah. These are guys, they, they, they're, they're living the dream and they deserve all the success, success they're having and, uh, and, and, and they make me happy, even when I'm sad. Yeah. You know, I was sad for Frankie, but I was happy that yeah, I Yeah, Ortega's a good guy, yeah. You know? But, uh, Jimmy, listen, this was I'm, a good gl- one. I'm glad you hit the wall now, because I'm telling you, too. Me, too. Right? It happened just when that... We were perfect during the interview. Second we hang up, I see you just be like... You know, you. A little Jimmy stretch. I, I when you do wall. that, I want to kind of like get your side, <laughs> like the little Pillsbury uh, thing. I, I, I hit the wall eight minutes into the show. I'm so tired from... I didn't sleep... You know what it is? I flew yesterday on no sleep, so I was up for two days. I'm just, I haven't caught up yet. But uh, thank you to Brian Ortega yeah. for calling in. That's great news. Uh, finally, somebody breaks news on this program. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but you know, by the time it gets out. Oh, we'll tweet it. <laughs> All right, listen. Jimmy, let's get out. Let's go get the train, the one train, me and you. Yep. All right, goodbye, everybody. See yep. you in a couple days. Yeah, bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.